0: This is a Joe Mo Studios presentation. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live. Yes, baby, we said it live. As always, I say it all the way live. From the Mo Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where we are sitting in a motherfucking ice cube. It is colder than two motherfuckers hugged up together in a motherfucking snowstorm in the middle of a motherfucking freezer. It's that kind of motherfucking cold out here. It's been cold. But now, we're getting ice. We ain't had, see, we've been kind of lucky and fortunate this year out here not to have to deal with no weather. Especially with me having to go out on the road and everything, so on and so forth. That's kind of been a blessing in the skies. It ain't been good for the skin, though, because, you know, you got to go through buckets of fucking lotion to keep all of your shit from cracking all your hands and everything wide open because it's dry-ass air out here. You can't hardly breathe in the shit. And if you do breathe in the shit, it's probably covered in cooties and germs for some nasty bastard that's running around <laughs> and not covering they goddamn mouth. Ain't y'all all seen that damn video about covering your damn face when you sneeze and shit? I mean, God, you know, nigga, this ain't rocket science. This is easy simple. Put your arm over your shit before you sneeze. Easy. Yeah, so cootie proof yourself. It's not that goddamn difficult. Jeez. This public service announcement is brought to you by the wonderful people sponsoring the Joe and Tank concert coming to the Tulsa Expo Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma on April 7th starting at 8 p.m. Tickets are on sale now starting at $25 with VIP seating still available where you might be able to get some free gifts and treats from both Joe and Tank themselves. So make sure you get your tickets now. Don't let this one miss out because it's going to sell out quick. into who Did y'all hear about that dumbass poacher who got body got found decapitated in the African jungle? Let me, look. I have never been a fan of motherfuckers. Well, well, let me rephrase. I don't have a problem with people going out hunting. I know people that hunt deer. I know people that hunt foxes and all kind of shit like that. I know motherfuckers that used to hunt possums. I used to have a homeboy. I shit you not. We went over to that nigga house to kick it and we was getting ready to go to a Zotico concert. And this motherfucker takes me into his refrigerator in his, I mean, his freezer in his garage. Which you know, if a nigga got a freezer in his garage, they got some shit going on out there. And you better believe it was some shit going on out there. Cause these niggas had frozen, packaged, cleaned. And when I say packaged, I'm talking about packaged in one of them machines with the plastic bags that suck all the fucking air out of the bag and he put that motherfucker in the freezer. It seals itself off and shit. Them kind of damn bags full of possum meat. I didn't know. I was impressed by the articulation of them putting this shit together, but then I also was grossed out because it was a fucking possum. I mean, shit. It had no face, no eyes, but you still saw that fucked up snout and nothing but meat in the fucking freezer, you know? They didn't chop the motherfucker up. They just skinned his ass, gutted his ass, and then threw him in there. And then some niggas called that good eating. I didn't. I, I made sure to wait. Uh, To eat at the concession stand Uh, When we got to the Zydeco show I didn't know what was going to be popping off At this nigga house With these motherfucking possums In a fucking freezer bag In your garage You know You would think Most people would think that sounds crazy For this motherfucker This was lunch He didn't give a shit Hell Me personally I, I ain't never ate possum I have ate some weird shit before You know Outside of pussy Pussy ain't never really been weird Or nothing for me to eat Um it was at first, but now it's just, you know, a regular snack part of the balanced diet. <laughs> Shit. It kinda goes in with eggs and bacon on a regular basis, motherfucker. Shit. But anywho, do get caught, fucked off. Everybody thinks that the lion now here's the funny part, when I first read the fucking story, they say they thought the lions kind of scouted this nigga, formed a, a a a pact, if you will, as far as surrounded his ass. And then just let and fuck them up. And that because they can and they're saying from the evidence and shit, the way it looked, his ass was, I mean, his everything from ass to elbows was damn near gone. His head, his, they ate his face first and left whatever remains that could have been there, that shit was there. But in my opinion, you shouldn't have been fucking with them lions in the first place. Uh that's your fault. And that's your ass. You go out there hunting in the wild. Motherfucker that, you know, you, you're going to get dealt with in, in some cases if your ass ain't pulling that trigger right. So, uh, kudos to the lion. I ain't mad at you. Um, I ain't really. Ch- and not only that, I mean, we, they, I don't think these motherfuckers ought to be hunting these animals like that anyway. You know, when you're dealing with species outside and, and you fucking off ecosystems. Go kill. If you want to kill some deer, if you kill some deer in an area like like Oklahoma, for instance, you're cutting down the population to keep them safe and to keep from fucking somebody off, okay? It, it, so it's understandable with population control. When you're in the middle of the fucking Sahara and them lions out there ain't fucking with nobody, you know, it's not no mass population of these motherfuckers. I have not heard, this is the first lion attack I have heard of in years and shit. You know, and this nigga was out there fucking with them. The lion didn't pull up in the projects and, like, say, nigga, give me your lunch money. That ain't what the fuck happened. This nigga did not pull outside of the club and start shooting at everybody at the club. That's not what the fucking lion did. The lion was not being fucked with. And then this cocksucker pulled up with a goddamn pistol, started shitting. Well, got niggas. Oh, well. You put your ass out there, your ass got eight. Oops. I mean, I I don't know what the fuck y'all want me to say, shit. This motherfucker right now is gonna fuck around and have a heart attack and got two dogs and that the dog gonna eat his ass too. Shit, you better hope to God he got a life alert or some shit. Stupid bastard. Hell, that's some shit I would not want to play with. So, uh, yeah. So, kudos to the lions. I ain't tripping at them. You know, shit. It is what it is another little interesting story before we catch up on our two main topics which one y'all already know um just thought i'd kind of well never mind i thought i'd lighten the mood with the lion story but the fact of the matter is is i know why y'all here yes we're gonna talk about black Panther, but first uh, oops, I was watching a Black Channel video earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, y'all ought to check that out and then send that help some tips on how to suck dick. Cause she don't know what the fuck she's doing. Uh, I'm just pulling my notes up here. The shooting that took place in Florida last week. Y'all know I got to talk about the biggest news story of of what should still be the news story of the day and I find it poignant and I did this on purpose actually um, because what I did on purpose I wanted to wait a week to start actually carrying on the conversation about this and the reason why I wanted to wait that week is because simply put everyone's still talking about it but no one is still asking the impertinent questions that need to take place. Everybody is still acting like they, they gonna try to soak it in. The problem with that is just like with Vegas, they gonna back door and be like, we gonna, we, we'll be at this, we'll hit point A, where we'll still carry on the conversation and then we'll jump clear to like point Z. And everybody going about their business. And I am not going to be here the one sitting there going on about that business. Not my business. Not with them babies sitting here still getting pushed in the coffins as we speak. All of them kids, all of the people who tried to save them babies, all of them folks, they ain't even been all buried yet. And yet, y'all want to sit in and act like this something we supposed to forget about. Hell no. We here at, at Jomo, certainly I ain't forgot. It took me a little while to speak on it, but like I said before, I want to come at y'all at the period when you ain't thinking about it. Because we're going to ask about this again and again and again and again until something is done. It makes no sense. Absolutely Zero comprehension to me that we still live in a society where a person can feel the urge to take it upon themselves to take life in such a massive, to take life period, but but to do it in such a massive way to just show up and disrupt so many lives. You, you got to understand. What where, where some of y'all going to hear the story, read about it, then next week you're going to still hear folks chatting about it, then week after that, you know, you might hear some buzzes here and there. And then like Las Vegas, it ain't going to be mentioned. I've hardly heard anything about the Vegas shooting ever since it happened. You better believe, though, the people that it happened to. Both the survivors and the, mem- and the family members of the victims that were lost that day, they still dealing with it. This week, one, for the parents and the family members, husbands and, and wives that, that's having to put their family members in the ground because somebody felt the urge to destroy. If I've seen every message I can cope to see on Facebook about this, I have seen every opinion. The one opinion that I agreed with was from my homeboy, Robbie, and he put on Facebook, he found a meme that said, if you wanted the police and the FBI, when they was calling about this little boy and saying, Say, man, this little motherfucker crazy. Something wrong with this nigga. His ass ain't right. Y'all need to investigate that shit. If them motherfuckers would have sat there and said, Oh, yeah. He got some weed. Them motherfucking police would have kicked his whole house inside out trying to get to his ass. They would have drug him out in the yard, beat the shit out of him went into the house, confiscated all of the guns, took any money that they saw fit, they probably wouldn't even found a fucking gram of weed and would have searched and seized his whole ass and he wouldn't have been able to do shit about it. Not saying that that's supposed to be some sort of solution, but I mean, damn, it would have been a start. Is more than what they did, which was jack shit. I'm not here to play no. F- I ain't here to p- point fingers. I might flip a few, but I ain't here to point fingers. I don't understand the purpose. One. Let me tell you before before I go there. Y'all know me. I'm gonna explain it, right? Let me explain. 1993 was right around the period when the nation was changing. And it was evolving in a way that we didn't understand what path we all were going to take. Because there were so many opportunities for everyone for the for for the first time in this nation there there was opportunities and options for folks to be and become whatever they want because the minds of so many people that had been closed for so many years had begun to open. you had legalization of weed in certain areas for medicinal purposes you had. Folks respecting rights of of the LGBTQ community. You had conversation on police brutality. You had conversations on life-changing shit and ways that we all need to go further to, to be able to move on. You had revolutionaries in your ear like Tupac Secure telling your ass, you know to be better than what your ass was yesterday because tomorrow you're going to want to be better than you was today. And, you know, it's fun being a niggas because we drink and smoke weed out there. And I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know? He had different... He had layers, okay? It was fucking layers. You, just, you had to go by the layers. And everybody knows, if you ever listen to my music, there was layers. He was inspirational and also... Probably one fuck a bitch and beat a nigga's ass. It 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 was all there. He he was a cornucopia of excitement and thrills. (laughs) Shit. But what I the, the point is 93. In that period as well, there was attention being brought to the inner cities, pertaining to gang wars, gang activities, drugs, everything. And one of the ways that this was brought to our attention was through media, movies like *Boys in the Hood*, *Minister Society*, television shows like *South Central*, movies like *South Central*, movies like uh, television shows like *Rock*, *Family Matters*. All of these shows took the time to take notice and to bring awareness of gang activity in the inner cities. Okay. For a while, these, these art forms were used to bring that awareness. With that awareness brought change in the form of nationalized, nationally televised. Okay, this was on the Today Show. They had a leader of the Bloods and a leader of the Crips. I shit you not and I know it's a nigga out here listening to this that's about to say holy shit I know where Joe about to go with this and nigga I remember that shit they had a member of the Bloods and a member of the Crips on the Today Show doing a national call to awareness of a truce between these two organizations with that truce came another approach from law enforcement in an attempt to get guns off of the street. And what were they doing? They were setting up bins and drop-off locations all in, in, big, in, in inner cities all over the United States of America. And they were confiscating. What were they doing? They were confiscating the guns. They were trying to get as many guns as they can off of the street. And they were doing a damn good job. There, were, there was videos and pictures of crates upon crates of U.S. citizens openly surrendering their firearms, whether they were legal or illegal or not. They, there were no questions asked. What about the flash we left off that in 1993 carrying the 94 we're going to flash forward to 2017 Las Vegas occurred I sold well no I'm sorry we had sales of almost six to think six or seven guns at the pawn shop I worked at, at within the first say 48 hours which is a lot for us because all we sell is long guns and shotguns. We sold seven guns in a say, 24-hour period, once again, which is crazy for us. Every time one of these shootings have occurred, and this goes as far back as Columbine. the narrative has never come back to taking the guns off the streets. It's always come back to more people buying more guns. For those that currently own guns, they buy more guns. I've said this publicly more than once. You'll never get me to understand how... A person who has the right to own us these these guns. Every time I every time somebody say send my uh, an AR fucking fifteen. Everybody always say every time you say it's not sending me automatic. If you can kill seventeen people in less than fucking ten minutes, really? Are we really needing to argue about if it's? him whatever the hell it is, it hurt and maimed a massive amount of people in seconds. I don't have a problem with your gun. I got a problem when you want to roll up on or oh, let me rephrase. You having the right to hone a weapon that just 23 years ago, people were trying to take off the street in mass amount to save lives in the ghetto. Help me under. <laughs> feed this to me. Y'all gonna have to feed this to me. I, I need help comprehending this. Why is it that when they was in... And, and don't get me wrong. I understand. I'm glad they did it. If I could tell you how many times I woke up with, with bullets spraying around me. How many times I ran out of nightclubs just trying to go to my car with some food shooting in the damn ass somebody. By the way, they took the guns off of the street from people who didn't deserve them at all. Because the fact of the matter is is if they didn't, why should you? Just because you ain't in the game? Okay, we get that. Just because you ain't gonna go out shooting nobody? Okay, we get that. But are you actually taking the time to think about those around you? Are you taking the time to think about the interactions that this can have? Are you fucking thinking at all? Why the fuck I mean I'm being too nice about this. Okay, we, we let's back up a bit. Why the fuck you need something to make your ass look like a normal nigga from two, from nineteen ninety three? To protect you and your family What the fuck are you doing The way you need to have firepower The caliber of a gangbanger And a motherfucking military official What are you doing Maybe some of y'all need to Either assess your paranoia Or assess the way you live in your life Where you need to have The same amount of firepower That a person with a gang would have And if you ain't doing nothing Guess what You'll be all right in most cases one or two guns i ain't got a problem with shit you can have a collection of guns but like i had a guy roll up in my store the other day telling me i own 200 guns i was like nigga you only got two hands what the fuck you gonna do with 200 i'm gonna tell you what you gonna do with 200 guns somebody gonna break into your shit you gonna hear it you gonna run to your gun room you ain't gonna grab a gun The average smart motherfucker is going to reach in the nightstand, unlock some shit, and grab a gun. Not you, because all of your guns are in your safe. So you got to run your ass to the safe, unlock that motherfucker. Then guess what you're going to do? Your stupid ass is going to take the time to pick a gun. You ain't even going to be thinking of grabbing the first one. You're going to be like, which one should I grab? You're going to fucking confuse yourself and get fucked off and give up 200 damn guns to a nigga that's gonna sell them to my dumb ass stolen at a fucking pawn shop just cause your ignorant ass overcompensating for shit doing too damn much that don't make no fucking sense to me this a man right now and I saw this damn video on Discovery and I, I nigga I was through this motherfucker had access to a total count of 4,000 pieces of artillery the reason why they had to call that shit pieces of artillery is because this nigga had guns rocket launchers jeeps with fucking shit just that'll blow your ass away from 50 fucking yards bound it to this damn jeep and shit This crazy motherfucker in his spare time sits around having conversations with fucking mannequins and you really telling me this nigga has the mental capacity to be walking around with a fucking armory. But it's his right. That's the law. It's his right. It's a whole... (laughs) I pissed somebody off bad today. Because I saw some shit online. Everybody keeps saying it's they right, right? That's the whole thing. It's they right. It's they right. You know, at one point in this country, it was right to have ownership of a human being. At one point in this country, it was right to have women have no fucking voice in any fucking circumstances. You could get away with whooping a woman's ass and all the police and say was all oh, you probably got what you deserve." Good night, Tim and Sally. You guys go on ahead. It's a whole lot of shit that used to be right in this country. And unfortunately, we are just getting to the parts now that the question is being asked, but is it right? I understand you got a right to do something. I ain't going to knock you for having your rights, but is it right? You understand what I'm saying? There's a piece of legislature right now that is being brought up to the U.S. Senate in reference to classifying a type of sexuality that should literally get a person drug out of any circumstances, anywhere they are, cars, trucks, houses, apartments, into the street, and have a motherfucking ass beat. I was really hoping and praying that this was a meme, but I actually saw this shit is coming up for vote. And it scares the shit out of me. With the crazy motherfuckers that are in office right now, if you get a cocksucker with enough fucking money, I am frightened beyond reason. This shit could happen, not just because of what could, could happen to my child, but because of the fact that my ass would be going to jail on a daily fucking basis. I will jump out of my car seeing some niggas talking about trying to holler at a fucking child. I'm going to beat they motherfucking ass. They've given this bullshit a term, an actual literal term called pedosexual. They want to be respected like homosexuals to have the right to have sex with underage fucking children. And they want this to be a right I asked the question again. Just because it is right, a right, does it make it right? You motherfuckers really need to start examining this shit, man, because I'm sorry. I Nine millimeter shotgun, motor Motherfucking Marriott. But don't you dare tell me you need to sit your stupid ass up in your house with a goddamn... I guess semi-automatic rifle. If your ass ain't into some shit that you ain't got no business doing, you don't need all that firepower. Sit your motherfucking ass down. Ain't nobody going to send a team of niggas into your house. You are not that fucking important. You might see a meth head or a random drug addict or some motherfuckers on some shit trying to make some paper that might break into your shit. That's it. You, an insignificant, unimportant motherfucker that work at goddamn Wendy's, ain't got no business talking about you need enough firepower to kill 15, 17 fucking people within 10 minutes flat. Bullshit. I don't give a fuck. I had two niggas in here in the fucking store yesterday. Both of their asses less than 25 years old. They ain't got a kid. Ain't got a real fucking job. These motherfuckers ain't worth two shits that their asses got pissed out on. And yet these motherfuckers talking about they trying to sell off AR-15s and shit because they didn't bought them and they didn't had them to go hunting and shit. Yo punk ass ain't got no reason. You, nigga, you ain't got enough to live for to own that much goddamn firepower. I don't give a fuck what y'all think about it. Don't come at me with this goddamn argument, man. I'm going to shoot you down. And give me another one for that one. If you ain't had no training like a military training or a police officer training or some shit, you certainly don't need to be walking around with one of them motherfuckers. Your cockeyed chip tooth, buck my ass going to fuck around and shoot yourself before you shoot anybody else, you dumb son of a bitch. y'all want to tell me it's normal y'all want to tell me this fat y'all want to tell me it's cool tell that to Meadow Pollack's parents tell that to Peter Wayne's parents explain that to Christopher Hickson's wife and children explain that to Aaron Fizer's family explain that to Gina Montalto's family explain that to Alexander Schachter's family Joaquin Oliver Carol Loughran, Scott Bagel, Helena Ramsey, Elisa Al- Alhadoff, Martin Duke Anglio, Jamie Gutenberg, A- Ayanna Perry, Luke Hoyer, Carmen Schintrup, Nicholas Dorat, Christopher Hickson. Explain that to these people, family, that you're right. Is more important than they safety and they well-being. Feel free to message me and let me know how that go, my nigga. That's what I got to say about that. And for those that ever have any questions... If ever want to talk to me about this, feel free to get at me, man. Right? If if you ever wondering why you feel the way you feel, I, nigga, it's something up. I'm sorry. It, it, there's no ex- explaining that shit to the family members of, of of the victims of this tragedy and every tragedy before this one. My prayers are with you. We love you. We hate hearing these stories, cause they hurt. They hurt, man. I've I've heard some comedians try to take times on pulling jokes and everything on this, and as y'all noticed, I've kept my calm. I knew y'all knew a storm was coming. I'm always gonna be there, even though I don't jump. I, I, I've, I've had to learn to stop jumping as soon as something happens, and that was one of my baddest habits because I would go back and look over after I jumped and be like, "Oh my god, I shouldn't have done that," you know. So, but we got to do better, man. We got to do better. This, this shit, you know. I went to go see Black Panther this weekend. Yeah, calm down. Jody, calm down. (laughs) Yes, I went to go see Black Panther this weekend. And let me tell you, I enjoyed that movie from opening to close. they took the time to do it right mind you I've never read any of the comic books I I, I read comic books as a kid it's been a while since I read comic books when I read comic books as a kid I really went through the basics you know Batman Superman I read a couple of spawns uh but you know X-Men of course Wolverine those those were my guys um Storm was always one of my favorites uh really one of the first black representations I saw in kind of this, this Storm. It wasn't Spawn, it was actually Storm. People forget, you know, they, they say how, you know, they, they forget about those those pinnacle characters. Yeah, they weren't the, the lead, but I mean, shit, who was really the lead in X-Men? If you look at the lead in X-Men, Storm was one of the damn leads in X-Men. Hello? Which, by the way, outside of the movie, there is a uh, back story, apparently, between Storm and Black Panther that they hook up. I do hope if they turn this into movie format, they get a new bitch other than Halle Berry. I love Halle Berry, but, you know, baby mama got some age on I mean, you know, you can't have Black Panther rolling up with gold cougar and shit. <laughs> Pull up in this bitch with yellow bone saber tooth and shit. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that's gonna go off in theaters near you, but I know I'll be laughing my ass off, you know. She having to show up with a girdle and shit, you know. <laughs> that ain't gonna tell her ass ain't gonna be storm. That's gonna be a quiet storm on, on an early night going to bed with diapers and shit. <laughs> so yeah, we need somebody else to if they gonna pull this off in a movie format. But anyway, uh, Yeah, Black Panther was the shit. Uh, I, like many others, left the movie a little conflicted. When you go see this movie, and I'm about to start spoiling the shit out of this for you, so get ready, I'm warning you now. Everything else I'm about to say happened in the film, okay? And you will leave this film conflicted, and let me tell you why. Just about what I was talking about a minute ago. We got to start doing better. That's the whole beginning, middle, and end of Black Panther, and that's the reason why I enjoyed the fuck the fuck out of it, because it doesn't just touch base on the comic book character. I think the reason why DC and and the the, the Batman, the the new Batman saga with Superman and Justice League, I think. The reason why those aren't working is because they don't take the time to actually touch within human interaction. Since the very beginning of X-Men, Marvel has always carried away to leave you thinking about human interaction. They broke the fucking mold when they did this shit in Black Panther because Black Panther is focused around, of course, The death of uh, T'Challa's father in Captain America Winter Soldier. Spoiler alert, Bucky is at the very, very end of the movie, so you have to watch all of the credits. People was talking shit because they was talking about, why didn't they show Bucky? Bitch, you didn't wait till the end of the fucking movie to see Bucky. With Black Panther's little sister. Who been taking care of his ass the whole time? Sitting out there chilling. Looking good. Feeling good. You know? He was in the fucking movie. Shut your face. Captain America wasn't supposed to be there. So quit asking for that nigga to be everywhere. Goddamn. They said they wanted, when you had the very first Iron Man, there was nobody else. When you had the first Captain America movie, there was nobody, they didn't have nobody else in there. Shit. So don't be asking for an explosion of other niggas to be showing up for this one. And they And not only that, They wouldn't need it if they asses showed up any damn way, dawg. What was they going to do? Sit there and watch while this nigga's team wouldn't tear everybody's ass up? Team full of females, by the way. I thought that was dope. I thought that was dope for this nigga. His whole squad was females. Not a nigga in sight. I thought that was all right. Don't act like I'm hating. Fuck y'all shit. If you wanted to hang out with a team of bad bitches, you would too, nigga. He just living out a damn dream. What the hell? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Fuck you. Shit. He still had his one that had his goddamn back and she was cold as hell too. But, I gotta talk about this confliction because this confliction got my kinfolk all and robbed up. Talk about my cousin David. Y'all know I talk about him every once in a while. David wrote an article in reference to Killmonger. Now, if you've ever seen, whether it be a horror movie, whether it be an action adventure movie, whether, any movie that you've ever seen that had a villain, the villain was always what? A fucking villain. You're right. Yes, good. Two points. A villain. Okay? David took exception to some of Killmonger's villainism. Okay? And his conception of the villainism was the abusive nature he took towards the females that were present during his interaction in the movie. Okay. First of all, this is a fake. This is a movie. Y'all okay? yeah, niggas need to understand that. He didn't really choke a bitch out and hold up in the air. That's not what happened. Okay, this, this was all like, cut. Honey, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Did I squeeze too tight? How tight do you want me to squeeze? Will that be comfortable for you? All of this shit is broken down verbatim before they film this film. Okay, So don't nobody be sitting here thinking that Michael B. Jordan is running around smacking and shooting bitches left and right. This is a movie. This ain't real. You take an examination of a villain. This nigga was a villain. Okay. Not only that. He was a villain. By. Circumstance. Help me out with this. When T'Challa's father. Killed. His father. The king didn't leave nothing for this little nigga, man. The king didn't, you know. The king didn't even go down and say, "Hey, are you okay?" He didn't even do did nothing. He literally rode in, killed this man, left him there. Left the child downstairs. Child went upstairs, found his father dead. We don't know what happened between that moment. And we bought Killmonger to the damn doorsteps of Wakanda. We have no idea what he went through. He mentioned his military career. He mentioned bouncing through adoption holes. But we don't know what the fuck that became. That man had cuts all over his body for every person he had ever fucking killed. There was something severely wrong with this motherfucker. There's no ifs. There's no ends. There's no buts. That is a very emotional separation of life and bullshit. That boy needed prayer, he needed a cookie, he needed a girlfriend with some good pussy, he needed something. But his ass was broken, okay? Killmonger was broken. He was, one, he was one of the few fucking bad guys I have ever watched in a movie. And other than, I take that back, there was one other one. Magneto. Lex Luthor was always an asshole. I can say that. Joker, always an asshole. DC has a way of making their villains always assholes. The Penguin was always an asshole. Magneto. Went through some shit and became the person that he became. He he grew into an asshole. Killmonger shit. Oh my god. Man, I didn't been through some shit in my life, but I goddamn, I'm sitting there watching Killmonger and I'm like, but they they left the little nigga there. Nigga, he knew it was you. He saw the damn planes. He saw y'all leave. Nigga, he knew you were there. And just, y'all do, Fly away off in your spaceship. Never come check on the little nigga. Buy him a cookie. Nothing. Y'all didn't send him a-, a card. Hope you're doing okay. That man didn't do a goddamn thing to help that baby. And so you can't be surprised when he grew up to be an asshole. Some of us really need to take an assessment of those around us and to really check and see how broken some of these motherfuckers are, man, before they fuck around and be doing some stupid shit. Because it, it don't take much to set a nigga off. Some people are able to bury that shit. This dude, he learned how to kill from the greatest murderers in the, in the world, which is the United States fucking military. So you gave this nigga the, the, the tools to kill... The anger not to give a fuck and the will to fuck everything up to get to what he wants. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is the fucking secret spices to a goddamn villain. Hell, if you could package that shit, you'd have motherfuckers buying that shit for $39.99. Half of the dumb motherfuckers won't get it. Half of the other motherfuckers are gonna be too lazy to even open the fucking envelope. If we actually took recruits for fucking villains, half of the motherfuckers would probably come in and probably skipped over the border from Mexico. <laughs> That's how bad we got motherfuckers who don't want to work in the United States of America. Shit. I watched a broke bitch come to my store yesterday. This motherfucker came in, sold some shit at her house. Bought a ring, got pissed at the ring, bought the ring back, traded it for another ring, then bought the fucking ring back and pawned it today. They be working these fucking pawn shops like they a goddamn part-time job. That was the craziest shit I had ever seen. No, it wasn't, but I ain't gonna go into all of that right now. All of the characters in Black Panther played their role to the teeth. But you have to understand, this movie was brought out to bring awareness. One, it brought awareness to being able to take a team of black actors and make $200 million in three days, baby. $400 million domestic, uh, international. You can take a team of black actors and directors and writers and make magic. Need us not forgetting, and I'm, I, I, I'm not the only one that has mentioned this and brought this up, but if it wasn't for Blade, we wouldn't have had a Black Panther. But in the same breath and light, if it wasn't for Blade, Blade was like, and, and Wesley Snipes, was like Eddie Murphy for Saturday Night Live. If it wasn't for that one interaction, that shit never would have popped out the way we got it today. It's amazing how much shit carry over for so many years, but we always got to remember to go back and think about where it came from. They was trying to do Black Panther in the 90s. Thank God they didn't pull it off. Ugh, I'm actually glad they didn't pull that shit off Because I don't think they could have done it The way they did this one This, this God damn I'm serious Black Panther was Y'all gotta understand When that nigga was on top of that Lexus And he tilted that shit over And was leaning over on that damn car And his little sister was driving I thought that was the dopest part All of the technology that they had there I thought that was amazing You know All of the the, the people and, and, the, and the interactions and everything That was so damn cool you know, his little sister was hilarious. They kept the comedy going non-fucking stop. And of course, they got the queen of all the well, one of the two queens of all mothers in Hollywood, which is Angela Bassett. You know, y'all got to remember Angela Bassett played Michael Jackson' mama. She can and Tupac' mama. She can certainly play T'Challa's mama. No question. And if it was. And the only reason why they didn't get Jennifer Lewis' crazy ass, because <laughs> Jennifer Lewis would have been a an a damn fool in Wakanda. Uh-uh, that shit have been too funny. Uh-uh, y'all already know, you know, shit. Jennifer Lewis played Angela Bassett's mama. So, you know, but nonetheless, some of the characters did throw me off, but I did enjoy the movie, you know? I've heard people say things like, oh, well, you had this big black movie and I think all these black actors need to give all their money to the black community. No. No. I have not seen Brad Pitt come off and drop a check out to a, a fucking trailer park nowhere in the United States of America. They don't need to do that. That that ain't up to y'all. Y'all enjoy y'all family. Y'all like success. Don't be thinking y'all got to come out and save the world now. That ain't your responsibility. If nothing else, I do want to see them push for more movies like this. They don't have to be superhero movies. They don't have to be movies that, you know, break down the comprehension of the black existence. They could be fucked up and crazy as hell like Girl Trip. Because I watched that shit this weekend, too, and that shit was hilarious. Them bitches pissed on that whole crowd of people, nigga. I didn't know how to fucking contain myself doing that shit. Good God. So, I mean, we, we need not only that Hollywood and black Hollywood. Bring your friends with you. Bring your relatives and your families and your cousins and your uncles. And bring them out there and see what they can do. Because that's how you get all the actors out there now. You think every fucking actor in Hollywood and came up because they were somebody's kid? Bullshit. You think Ben Stiller didn't bring his partners with him? You think, once Seth, you think Seth Rogen didn't have to tie in with some niggas before he could bring his homies in? Shit, look at Adam Sandler. He was a fucking Jewish kid that was half funny. He had to learn and get his craft going and be extra fucking goofy to be able to get to the points that he made it to. And what did he do? He rolled in. Squad motherfucking deep. So don't be embarrassed about bringing your friends with you. Don't be embarrassed about bringing your folk with you. Open them doors so that we... we if, if we want more blackness in Hollywood... Well, God damn it, we need to add more blackness in Hollywood. Follow that damn dream. If you know a kid that, you know... It's it's hard to dream nowadays. It really is. Because everybody thinks they can pull off a dream in their fucking pocket. I catch myself all the time wondering... what What could I produce... In a YouTube video to boom. Make me. Fuck this shit. It's circumstantial man. That shit ain't gonna ride out. I believe in this show more than anything I do. Simply because of the fact that this is my voice. Trying to tell people. In a comedic way. That. We have to have understanding for some assholes. There's a reason why people are assholes. Motherfucker may have gone through something. Sit that nigga down. Maybe take him to counseling. Get him a drink. Get him some pussy. Pussy helps. Just not from a crazy bitch. Crazy bitches, they, they're so overrated. <laughs> it's a good dick though. Uh, do better. At the end of Black Panther, in the closing credits, they, they close the show talking about how Wakanda had always been this closed-off nation. To the world, they were this poor, sovereign third-world country when, in fact, as soon as you go beneath the wall you go beyond the surface, you actually saw that it was this mecca of technology and clothes, fashion, entertainment, everything. But they closed themselves off to be protected because they saw how black folks was treated. They closed themselves because they, they rolled out apartheid behind that drape while those around them suffer we all need to do better that's what y'all need to take out of Black Panther do better when child talked to his father he told him why wouldn't we ever able to help those around us his uncle got killed simply because of the fact that he wanted to help okay we got to do better, not not just for ourselves, but for our children. Our kids are watching; they watch us. They see what the fuck we do, and they pay fucking laser fucking focused attention to that shit. They don't miss a fucking thing, even if you think they do. Your ass is crazy, cause they ain't miss shit. Okay. If not for us, do it for them. Show them a better way of life. Help them understand that anybody in this world can be given a chance. They fuck it up, that's on them. But don't hold animosity towards a whole race full of of people just because of circumstance. And don't be living your life thinking that everybody ought to get you to the point where your ass need to have a fucking armory in your house. I don't know no other way of saying that. Your ass that damn insecure. You need to go see a therapist or, or 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 visit a pastor or talk to somebody. Shit. Talk to a neighbor. Talk to a bartender. Bitch, call me. I don't give a fuck. But do something better than what the hell you doing because right now that shit ain't working. Just keeping it 100 with y'all, man. Go see Black Panther. Focus on the fucking lesson because it's there. It's a lesson now. And you got to see the lesson. If you don't see the lesson if nothing else, then fine. But enjoy the film. It's worth more than enough to enjoy it. But make sure you catch the lesson. And I always try to be better than you are yesterday so that you're going to be better towards tomorrow. can't change shit by staying in that same bullshit. you got to do something. My name is Joe Moffitt. This is the Joe Moffitt Show. Thank you all for tuning in. I will be back next week. I don't know what day yet, but it will be out. And on that note, I love you niggas. I love you bitches. I love all of you motherfuckers, even the freaky ones. And I will catch y'all ass on the flip side. I'm out this motherfucker.